Christian faith and fiction, inspirational reading suggestions, along with chats about the Christian faith. The following episode is an audio version of a video that I recorded for my YouTube channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. If you would like to watch the video rather than listen to the audio, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Please do share your thoughts by commenting either on the video or on the relevant blog post. Links in the show notes. Hello, welcome back to my channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. My name's Lou. Today I'm going to be sharing with you my recent reads videos that I've been uh, recording throughout January and the beginning of February. Let's see how I got on. Hello, today is the 17th of January, it's Sunday, and we just finished online church. Um, I thought I'd update to you where I am with my reading. At the beginning of the month, I finished reading my Christmas books. I finished listening to An Ivy Hill Christmas. I think I put that in my last recent reads video. And then because we were in our third national lockdown, I was feeling a little unsettled. So um, when I f my brain is kind of all over the place, I find it hard to focus on new stories. So I went back and um, reread a couple of things. Um, I started off binge listening to my audio Bible, which is narrated by David Suchet. Um, I have, they do, I think they do two versions of it. One is the straightforward normal Bible and the other is the Bible in the Year version, which I have. Um, David Suchet played Hercule Poirot in the TV series. So his um, narration is quite good, it's fairly dramatic. Well, not like dramatic, but he's got a good voice for speaking out. Um, after a few days of that, I felt a little bit more settled. So then I picked up a couple of books. Um, one was another reread, which is At Bertram's Hotel by Agatha Christie. This is a Miss Marple um, mystery novel. And um, though not, a, I would not say it's a Christian fiction novel. Um, I had forgotten that Miss Marple is a Christian character um, she's Church of England. Um, Hercule Poirot is Catholic, but she's Church of England. And at one point, she does actually talk about her reading a devotional book, which she always carries around with her, apparently. Um, and it does have uh, some clergymen in it as well. I enjoyed listening to this one again. I think I gave it four out of five on Goodreads. There, there's quite a long build up to the mystery in it, but I still um, I really enjoyed uh, listening to that one again. And then I picked up um, a new book to me, Court of Swans by Melanie Dickerson. This was one of my most anticipated books of 2021. I had mixed reactions to this one. Um, parts of it I absolutely loved and then other parts I wasn't so keen on. Uh, the plot itself was really strong. I felt it's one of her stronger um, setups and plots that I've read myself. I haven't read all of her books. It follows um, Lady Delia, whose brothers are falsely accused, or suppose that she thinks they're falsely accused of treason and murder, and they are taken to the Tower of London, and she has to try and follow them there to try to get them released. And there is a mystery surrounding who um, committed the murders, who um, imprisoned them, and how they can get them out. It's There's a kind of, I guess, there's a kind of thriller plot to it, it's set in a medieval time, so it has feelings of a fantasy, but it's actually it's historical fiction. 
I enjoyed the plot a lot. I really enjoyed those parts that were to do with that storyline. The bits that I wasn't so keen on was really the romance and some of the interaction between the characters just felt a little unnatural to me. I know that she usually writes for teenagers. I'm not sure about this book, but I would say the content-wise it's aimed at kind of mid to older teens. But sometimes the style of writing I felt was more aimed at like 12 or 13 year olds. And I think that's maybe why I had a mixed reaction because some things like the thoughts and the, the dialogue felt a little oversimplified and aimed at kind of more of a younger audience. But I wouldn't have said the content is suitable for like a middle grade audience. If you've read this book, let me know what you thought of it down in the comments. Um, and especially if you've got... Um, children teenagers who have read it I'd like to know what their kind of view on it would be because it's hard for me as um, an adult to kind of get back into that mindset to know whether it would be suitable or not really um, I did enjoy it I gave it four out of five on Goodreads I on my blog I gave it 3.75 out of five I, I want to see where the series goes still but yeah mixed <laughs> Hi, it's the 26th of January. Um, this week I finished rereading rereading uh, re two Agatha Christie books, the Miss Marple books, um, Murder at the Vicarage, which I gave 4.5 out of 5 stars, and um, four, 4.50 from Paddington, which I gave 4.25 out of 5 stars. And then in Christian fiction, uh, I finished reading a novella, by Lindsay Harrell, which is the beginning to her new series, the Walker Beach series, which is contemporary romance. And I got this free from her um, because I'm signed up to her newsletter. So I'll try and leave a link below um, to where you can sign up if you haven't already done so. Um, you can buy it, but um, it doesn't take much to sign up to the newsletter, get it for free, and then see if you want to continue with the newsletter. This is quite a short um, book. It's less than less than 100 pages and the last chunk is the first chapter from the first official book in the series. The story follows Gabrielle and Tyler who are um, old, old flames, um, an old relationship that broke up and they have been paired together as leaders in a children's camp. The chemistry between them develops again but Tyler is in New York City, um, 3,000 miles away, and he has a non-profit which he's very passionate about and doesn't really want to leave, and Gabrielle is um, in Walker Beach, California, where she has is taking care of family, so she doesn't really want to leave there either. I was really surprised how fleshed out the characters were, given that it's such a short story. I love the relationship between the sisters, as well, obviously, between Gabrielle and Tyler. And I liked seeing how um, we got kind of a revelation of what things had happened in the past, both in their relationship and in their lives. The story was clean. Um, there wasn't a huge spiritual content in there, just a, a mention about uh, God. 
but it was definitely clean. The kissing scene was a little bit more um, detailed than I personally prefer, but um, nothing kind of immoral or anything. So overall, it was a great romance and with surprisingly uh, deep characters. I gave this one 4.5 out of 5 stars. Hi, it's the 3rd of February. This week I finished listening to The Thief on Blackfriars Lane by Michelle Greep. I really enjoyed listening to this um, historical mystery romance set in Victorian London. The story follows Jackson Forge, who is a new recruit to the police, and in order to keep his job, he is tasked with um, following up the disappearance of a London cab driver. And in order to do that, he has to team up with a known swindler called Kit Turner. I really enjoyed this book. I really loved it. It was such good fun. I feel like the setting came right out of Oliver Twist by Charles Dickens. I can see um, Fagin and Nancy, Bill Sykes, the Artful Dodger, all kind of living in this area of London. I don't know if it was actually set in this area of London, but it felt got that kind of feel to it. Some of the story is in the kind of upper class um, part of Victorian society, but the majority of it is in that kind of underbelly of London, the kind of grimy um, criminal areas. The plot was so kind of twisty and turny, and every time I thought they were going to get to the um, the resolution of the mystery, it would something else would happen. It would kind of knock them in a different direction, or come against obstacles would come against them left, right, and centre. So there was a lot going on. I really enjoyed seeing the relationship develop between Jackson and Kit. They're both quite strong characters. They're headstrong and they kind of butt heads quite a lot. It was really fun to see them kind of pushing back against each other throughout the book. The spiritual content was good. I thought there was a strong message of healing and hope. Both characters had issues from their past that they were having to work through both together and also with God. So I was really glad that I chose this one as one of my most anticipated reads of the year and I gave it 4.75 out of 5 stars which I rounded up to 5 out of 5 on Goodreads. So I'm quite pleased with my reading this month. I managed to read three new stories and re-read three books as well. I listened to quite a lot of audiobooks which was really good. I would say my favourite book from the last month would be The Thief on Blackfriars Lane by Michelle Greep. I predicted that I would love this book and I did so I was really pleased about that one. But I'm really interested to know if you've read any of these books and if you thought the same as me or if you thought completely different to me um, let me know in the comments and if you have a favourite book that you've read in the last month also let's chat about those as well. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a really great reading week and I'll see you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information, 
you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.